cold's kind of going away, but. Yeah. I was cutting together Chalky yesterday. Chalky. And um, we both sound like fucking shit on it. <laughs> Is that because of illness or... Tiredness and illness hybrid. <coughs> because <coughs> there are huge gaps. I'll put it this way. Yeah. I did the automatic remove silence button. Yes. Okay. Initially, and I had to undo it because I removed the silence and there were 3,980 edits in a one hour. And I was like, no, not doing that. And just had to leave it in because I'm not made of time. (coughs) There there really needs... Because the thing is, well, you can't... If you take the audio out, right? Yeah. And then you take the silence out that's rubbish. And then you drag it all... If there was a way to drag it all together at once, people sound inhuman. No. Because every time I stop talking, you start talking. All right. So and there's just, no... You know what I mean? Oh, aye. So you then have to put gaps in to make it work. <sighs> and so I was just like, fuck it. They're going to get... <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there's an awful lot of this. There's an awful lot of... <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> and there might be some residual that this week. Oh, I got no sleep last night, so yeah. it's a real, real fuckfest. <sighs> no, that's something else. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> I mean, it probably is something, right? It's got to be. There's got to be one somewhere. You know, you wish. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of silence there. There has to be something called fuckfest in this world. There has yeah. to be. There's a, there's a sneaker con. I just watched um, the first episode of the world. Oh, hey oh, Siri, that's not going to work. <laughs> what is this year's location of fuckfest? There's no way. I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. Well, she's offended with facts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm just going to go and I'm going to Google Fuckfest 2020. Why don't you uh, ask her anything? Then when it gives you the edit option, edit away the word and put in the word Fuckfest. <laughs> and then see, just try to force her to say it. Upcoming event dates. Fuckfest, January 11th, 2020. (laughs) 11 days before Uh, my birthday. Oh, well, (laughs) I'm guessing this is um, a gay event by the... uh, Oh, your your tags now. Good for you. Strong 404, strong not found. Well, something's changed, but um, you can have a quick look at the the image there of... um, I think, would that be a leather daddy? I don't know. It looks more like Tim Blake Nelson in Watchmen. (laughs) <laughs> if he was if he was auditioning for a, a part in um, a pit fighter movie yeah if he was playing just a circus strong man uh, I think I've instantly aged myself by referencing pit fighter <laughs> oh dear I don't even know a pit, oh no no they sort of no. stood like this a lot and fought and it was in arcades and then it was on I believe it was on Genesis uh, Mega Drive. I mean, it sounds familiar, but for some reason in my brain, I'm thinking Spectrum, so I'm just oh, not. No. Don't worry about it. I think it. you would see it, and you'd go, "Oh, I instantly know what that is," because it's definitely been in almost every arcade ever. It was garbage. The weird thing is, in my brain as well, he's fighting a pit. He's not in a pit. Oh. He's like trying to jump pits and stab them. <laughs> ah, you make me fall in here. A peach pit. Yeah. <sighs> Which is very similar to the film I watched yesterday. Which was. Um. Now. I picked it so you know because it was half hour short than everything else and I didn't I wasn't made of time. But I watched Jumanji, the next level. I've still not I've not seen the first one. The first one is well, ve- is very enjoyable. Yes. This one is not. <laughs> no, no, it's mostly the same, but there's something in there is something insane about it, which is um uh I'd say spoilers, but it's in the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Um Four kids go in and they become characters in the first one, right? Yep. In this one, uh, one of the kids goes missing. They realise he found the Jumanji game and the others go in after him. Yep. But they drag in their sick grandpa and his arguing friend from upstairs, yeah. played by Danny DeVito and <laughs> Danny Glover. Danny Glover yep. So Danny DeVito is the rock. <clears throat> right. And they've really hi- uh, hid f- the fact 
that The Rock, for the first half of the movie, kind of talks like Mo from The Three Stooges. Right. Now, I'm glad The Rock is trying something different, because he never does, yeah. and it's annoying. But so is this voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Lots of The Rock going, what? Hmm. I can't quite. I can't do an impersonation of it because you have to imagine him sitting in a room with I don't know Danny DeVito and Daffy Duck, and going, "Yes, that's the voice I want." Mm. Oh well. Also, da- uh, <coughs> I know it's a, a oh. plot thing, but Danny DeVito and um, oh my god, we just said his name, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. It's two Dannys, you see. That's what's confused me. So that can't be the right first name. Um, both playing old men who are super forgetful and super slow and I know we're quite forgetful and slow but this is ridiculous so the first 20 minutes (coughs) not maybe of the movie but inside the game is the two characters now Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson um, going where are we it's like watching that movie Jerry again, um, where um, Matt Damon plays Jerry and Casey Affleck plays Jerry, and they're walking through the desert together going, Jerry! Yeah, Jerry? It's hot. Jerry! Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mental note never to watch that. It's uh, what Gus Van Zandt made after Psycho, after Goodwill Hunting. I hear what you're saying. He didn't do very well after that uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. But he did make My Own Private Idaho. <coughs> starring Keanu Reeves and Flea. Well, there you go. That was one of those films that, yet again, I always saw on the shelf in video store. Mm. Never took it out. I can't actually remember the film, isn't it? River Phoenix and uh, Keanu Reeves are... Friends, possibly lovers. Yeah. And then it's sad in IRL because River Phoenix was dead by the time it came out. Wasn't it? So I think I remember the cover and it was um, a slightly wet Keanu Reeves just looking back. (laughs) On a motorbike, maybe? No, it was just, it was a real close up (laughs) of his face. It was just, I'm looking back. I can remember the bit of hair hanging down. It's probably because it was such bad Photoshop, you can't erase it. Like that Groundhog Day DVD cover from the late 90s where you're like, oh my God. (laughs) None of these people are in the same room together. I mean, obviously, um, but yeah. shocking. Same. I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And we're back with another pilot season yeah. this week. Look well, which I was told great things about, and I now might think spoilers. It to be my favourite film of all time in 22 minutes. <laughs> really. Mm. <laughs> I will, uh, spoilers for the end, I will actually say I think I had more fun with Puchinski. You're insane. Um, I'll, I'll fight you on a cliff. Than this. It's it's fine. It's weird. But I think <laughs> if I was to pick one to watch again, I might go for Puchinski rather than this. Mm, if I could find a good copy of this, I'd be quite well, happy. Not only, like, you'd sent me a copy, well, sent me a link to yeah. YouTube which is 22 minutes. Yeah. But I saw one that was 27 minutes, yeah. which is the one I watched, because um, it was great, because every now and again it would cut to adverts. <laughs> and I was watching adverts. Yeah, no, um, I, I didn't watch adverts. Why would I do that? They were kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> um, but also like, okay, there you go. And I'll, spoilers for the adverts. Ends on a kind of dark note, but we'll get there. Will we? Are you going to yeah. put advert talk into this? <laughs> I'll just admit, uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> Because I've, well, no, I mean it'll probably be about as long as Charles and Judge. Because the problem with trying to chat about a pilot that is a comedy is you don't want to say, <coughs> and then they say this joke because that's rubbish. But see, that's the thing. So I don't think there's much of actual sort of like spoken type jokes in this. It's more just reactions and stuff, which is an issue. I don't think that's true either. Really? Oh. There's lots of wordplay. There's. Admittedly, my favourite um, physical joke I think I've ever seen in anything, which is when his student is being pushed between two... Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was a puppet. 
at first. And uh, um. <laughs> then realised, no. Hey, shut up. What's going on? <laughs> I will say, at one point while watching it, um, when he, he's constantly... Um, every time he's having a conversation with someone... Mm. They mentioned part of his career and he's correcting him and everything. That is very clever. I I was sitting there going, I think in my notes I just went, this is very well written. Yeah. <laughs> for, for a pilot that failed, these little touches are actually pretty special. Um, no, the bit that goes, um, God, i got to remember what he was called, Bannigan. Yeah. And he get, and they go, oh, Brannigan, he was great. And he goes, no, that was Huo yeah. someone. And he goes, I was Bannigan, blah, blah, blah. No, no, that was George Peppard. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was Mannix. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh, you had the... the way, I, I do raise an eyebrow in 2019 too. Oh, you had the uh, black secretary. No, that was Mannix. I had a sheepdog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No. No. So... Tie Mark off so it's easier yeah. to edit out. <laughs> oh, I always um, feel like there's just one on the verge of happening at all times at the moment. Oh, sad. Not I must great. admit, I've been very dry for a very long time. And I hear what you're saying. You brought me uh, watermelon juice, but that's for when I get home. Yeah. Um, what's going on here? Coming back on Mike. Hello, Mike. I'm coming for you. La, 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 la. Um, when is it you're, you're going up north again? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's very late. So we're still we can still record on the Sunday before. Yeah, I just I was just wondering about. That. Yeah, it was deeply ups- again, but- deeply upsetting. So yeah, I'm going up Christmas Eve, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I won't get there till half past six, and that's just Inverness. Um, you know, I'll probably die in some snow by then, and then I'm coming back on the Friday morning, and I'll probably have to work the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I'm working both, but um, Christmas Day, I'm starting at four o'clock in the afternoon. Because then even though I'll be sleep deprived, I have to drive stuff about Aberdeen. So Make them buy taxis. It's, <laughs> it's got to be cheaper, isn't it? No. No, that costs an absolute fortune. And tr- well, spending too much in taxis it is. Anyway, that's work talk. Moving on. I uh, mean, fuck them. You you're going to start six hours early. And then drive someone know, into a I'll fucking fi- tree. I'll finish at about two in the morning. So that's all good. Yeah, that's all good, isn't it? On, on Christmas mm-hmm. Day, Boxing Day, that's I'm off worthy. Bo- well, I'm off Boxing Day. You need to be. You're going to pass out at two o'clock in the morning. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Lookwell was a television pilot written and produced by Conan O'Brien. Yes, that one. Yeah. And Robert Smeagol. You know him. He wrote um, for Adam Sandler. He's probably very rich off writing those Hotel Transylvania films. Yeah, see, he wrote both of those. Um, he also had there's the, three, but he also yeah. had, oh, is there? Oh. He also had the first and second rewrites of Jack and Jill. I un- mean, uncredited. Yeah, because it's dog shit. Yes, <laughs> you don't want that in your CV. Tough it is. And uh, he also, I believe, wrote "You Don't Mess with the Zohan." <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I missed that one. Which is not great. Oof. Um, but apparently he's um, also the voice of Triumph the Insult Comic Dog hmm? He's the voice of Triumph the Insult Comic Dog Didn't know that Also I forgot he was a thing Yeah never seen, actually, I've heard of him Never seen anything he's ever done Didn't know who voiced him Do now <laughs> Instantly forget after this is finished <laughs> Didn't know who voiced him Don't know why I would Yes anyway so it starred Adam West, despite being a personal favourite of NBC chairman Brandon <coughs> Tartikoff, who'd left the position by the time the pilot aired and was replaced by Ron, Ron, Warren Littlefield. Uh, the pilot was not picked up to, uh, as a series. It was broadcast on NBC on July 28, 1991, in a summer weekend time slot reserved for burning off pilots, which the network had passed on. More things like that, please. It'd be very good for us. It'd be like yeah. a graveyard. Uh, well, the lone episode has since become cult classic, as it fucking should. Yeah. More spoilers. <laughs> I see, it is very good, but I see, I'm just, I'm in the 
I don't know. I just I think I got the feels because Adam West. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, right? um, Peter Boyle. Yeah. Is a terrible person in the Batinsky pilot. Yeah. And Adam West is trying his best, but obviously has gone insane. Yes. And also, everyone around him, well, all his students around him, are living in like you know they've really drank the Kool Aid. Yeah. They're not stopping him. Yeah, it is a bit odd. There's one you think, oh, he's going to call me his bullshit at some point. Mm-hmm. But often he comes off the worst of any interaction yeah. and doesn't call me his bullshit. And you're like, <laughs> oh, come on, you were you were our one hope. You were like when Robin suddenly decided Batman was definitely going again too far in something. Yeah. Who'd take him out. And you didn't, Robin. You didn't. You just watched him do it. You watched him kill the Joker. Not that ever happened, but that's not like... the the opposite is true, though. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I've got reference to that later on. There's a well, we'll get there. Okay, then. Uh, but just another Batman reference that's very tenuous, and I kind of grasping at straws. But well, well, there was uh, there's one and a half Batman references in this, right? Oh, but this is not even in this. This is something that I saw myself from researching it that uh... I've made up in my head and made it a thing. Well, no, I was just going to say because. Lookwell does have the bust of William Shakespeare in yes. his house. Yeah. And you're like, and then he goes to see Shakespeare later. That's the half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah, mine um, started off with the uh, the intro, uh-huh. which is um, Adam West as Ty Lookwell snapping police tape and doing his best Neil Breen impression. Yes. There is a lot of. You can definitely think this is where Neil Breen got his acting style from. Because there is quite a lot of... Obviously, this character, he's can deducing things and thinking and looking off into the distance. And you can see the thought on Adam West's face. Whereas with Neil Breen, you definitely can't. <laughs> I see it more that Adam West is playing a man who needs to think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is even better. Because he does look TV blank. You yeah. Know? Because yeah. also the person who directed this pilot, I noted at the end, did direct episodes of McLeod, did direct episodes of bloody every show like yeah, because Bannigan uh, <clears throat> lost the name. What was his name again? I can't remember. I didn't write it down. I just look. I glanced IMDb at the end. I mean, it's probably quicker just to go back oh, on IMDb. E.W. Swackhammer, 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 Egbert Warn Warner Dink. Swackhammer Jr. I don't think you're saying words that are uh, real. Warndering. W-A-R-N-D-E-R-I-N-K is his middle name. Egbert Warnerdink. Swackhammer. Died in 94. Yeah, he's delete. I Dream of Genie, Bewitched, Partridge Family. Just a one Columbo. Columbo goes to college. Yeah, which I like to call a really shit Columbo. But here's the terrible thing. Because of 90s Columbo... It's probably one of the better ones. Because <laughs> I remember, as soon as I heard the title in my head, obviously I've not got the encyclopedia knowledge of Columbo you do, I remember bits and pieces. Mm. As soon as I heard the title, uh, Columbo Goes to College, I was like, oh, that one was shit, wasn't it? But I couldn't remember why. It's the one where, I always think it's, what's his name? <coughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, what's the... I didn't write any news on it. What's Bobby's friend's name in Twin Peaks? Exactly, that's the face I just pulled. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, remember. I'm sure yeah. he is the killer. Because yeah. I think it's like, well, see, I read the synopsis, which was two college students decide to murder their professor during a class that Columbo was teaching. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys, wait a week. That doesn't happen. That's what the synopsis was for it's, this one. It's wrong. Because they hide a gun in the engine of a car so it'll sh- shoot through the grill. And then they fire it by remote control. Jesus Christ. Though it is after Columbo has been to the uh, class. Yeah. I don't think it might... It it's not necessarily the same day. Uh, and then give it a couple days. Even. <laughs> make sure... They say it. he's the best. This dot old old fuck. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Where are we at? Um, we are at... <clears throat> um... Oh, yeah, um Oh yeah, so uh, you were talking yeah, about so, the the yeah, intro. Um, then you got him picking out an outfit from an insanely color coordinated wardrobe. 
because everything was like little yes. patches. That was weird. Um, and then giving equally insane directions to a police officer. Which is I love when you do these intro bits because I didn't even t- I started mm. the edition. I don't write any of this stuff oh, right. down. But I find the intro fascinating. Yeah, but it's obviously just yeah. mocking all those TV shows. And then it was at that point it cuts to a <laughs> head and shoulders advert for me. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Um, <laughs> this is why I didn't pick the one with adverts. Yeah, but I didn't kind of like it. It was one for the um, the <laughs> the Barcelona Olympics as well. Um, Barcelona. Yeah. And then the guy who was obviously recording this started changing channels and then quickly changed it back to um, look well. So I was like, oh. Okay. Oh no, he's one of those cretins that doesn't know how to set up a VCR to not record what yeah. you're seeing. Yep. The worst type. So, there you go. So that was that was the intro. Cool. Well, we start at the auditions for Happy Days, The Next Generation. Yep. Yeah. Uh, look well as giving advice, dressed as the Fonz... And insisting people call him Buzz McCool. Buzz McCool, yeah, because someone was like, "Why are we kidding?" Well, one, you can see the set, the the set shake when they shut that door, <laughs> um, and then yeah, it cuts to him with the biggest um, pompadour, pomp- pompadour, pompadour haircut. I mean, Fonz never even had that, <laughs> kind of, but like, never not to that extreme level. No, that's almost a. And this is a reference a lot of people accept for probably us in the room will get. That is a very Russ Abbott um, <laughs> looking hairdo. Yes. You know. That's why it's genius. Yeah. Oh. And straight away, other actors. I mean, I, I, they obviously set this up, but other actors just believe everything this man says. Yeah. And I assume it's because no other actor in this is actually a successful actor, and he was. Yeah. So he must be onto something, is the theory oh. they're going down. So then. <laughs> Me. That snuck up out of nowhere. Yeah, didn't I it? know. It just came out of, yeah, right out of left field. Whatever that means. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then he still chatting away at them. Mm-hmm. Gets in his car. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is also where they have the. Uh, he explains he wasn't Banachek. That was George Papard. He was Bannigan, not Brannigan. That yeah. was Hugh O'Brien, not Mannix, etc. Yeah. <laughs> Which was uh, just very well written. Yes. That's great. And uh, also, I meant to look up Hugh O'Brien on a sub note because there's that joke later on where they go, uh, where he goes, No, that was Brannigan. That was Hugh, o- uh, Hugh O'Bri- uh, O'Brien. And the guy goes, Who? And he goes, Exactly. Oh, yeah. And he's, uh, so he gets the convertible. Yeah. Like you were saying. And he. Um, and the two actors are still chatting to him. And he goes, remember, touches his forehead and goes, the thinking man's actor. <laughs> just drives away. <laughs> oh. And then there's the reveal that he's just he's hired the car to look cool yes. in front of other actors. Well, I, th- I thought that was literally not necessarily for that, but part of the, uh, or, you know, so he looks cool in front of the people doing the audition. You know, yeah. the, what do you call it? The casting director. Yeah. Oh, there's a line coming up. Um, once he goes back to, not his office, is it? Is it an office? I don't know. Where Hyacinth is. Is her name Hyacinth? Yeah. I uh, never wrote that down. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just his house, isn't it? Yeah. And she do that stuff. And here's probably my favourite bit in the entire episode, which mm-hmm. is her going, oh yeah, so I try and go into the store and they don't make that hair um, hairspray anymore. <laughs> and he just sort of walks away, there's a pause and he went, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, just oh. I, I think I rewatched that like three times that right then. Yes, but we need to go back a bit because you've oh. missed the inciting instant of this entire bit. Why haven't Oh shit. Because um Okay, yeah. He's sorry. at the dealership um and tries to get a reduction on the fifty dollars he owes for the two hours he borrowed the car. Yeah. Also, what sort of dealership does that? You have a car for two hours, give me fifty dollars. Yeah. Um, I do like his complaint that uh, the blinker makes a click-click sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, then a cop car speeds past and he goes, better check it out, it just drives off of the convertible yeah. again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he tries to ingratiate himself with the police. They're yeah, all like, like, who the hell are you? Yeah, he just walks up into the middle of them and just sort of stands there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, I used to be a detective on TV. Which I really like. <laughs> okay. It's about these... Um, we see one, in a minute that he's got his 
he'd got some sort of like honorary award for being a TV cop. Yeah. Which is sort of in the block of plastic. Mm. He carries it with him in his pocket at all times because he thinks he's a real detective. Yes. Oh. Now, here's the thing. I watch an awful lot of procedurals. Yeah. Or I'll fall into one or the other. Yeah. And they are still making this show that he thinks he's in, right? And that, you know, um, The Mentalist was about a man who is a cold reader. Yeah. And he uses his skills to catch criminals after pretending to be a psychic and having his wife and family murdered by a serial killer who he said was impotent. You know, the hands. Look at Castle. Murdery mystery writer helps the police. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, there's hundreds of them. Lucifer, the devil, helps the... the, Does he? I did not know the premise of Lucifer. The devil helps the LA police department solve murders while being the devil. Oh, did he collect the souls at the end or something? No, but he does scare some people to death. Good. <laughs> As he should. <clears throat> I expect nothing less. And then sometimes he has to hide things from the police because the killings are actually happening because of, you know, one of his brothers or someone's escaped hell or, you know, that kind of jazz. It's not always the way. But, that you know, yeah. all procedures are the same, right? Yeah. You need a murder, merde. <coughs> and you need to get a reason to get involved. And yeah. then it's off to the races. I mean, The Mentalist went for eight years. Lucifer's now in its last season on Netflix, and that's, what, five? Yeah. Which is not bad. It got cancelled after three, for God's sake. And then Netflix bought it. <coughs> oh. um, anyway, where were we? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's... Yeah, so then he goes home to the housekeeper. Yeah. Right. And yeah, those fools. He listens to his messages, and they're all for his nephew Matt, who yeah. looks like he's going to be the new Lookwell. Because then I looked up, I thought, right, I'll look at the cast list and I'll find out who's going to play Matt. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, and obviously he doesn't appear in the episode at all. Yeah, so he's not on the cast list. So I don't know who that headshot of Matt was. <laughs> um, so I like that he went. It's time to watch some TV, and he just watches, uh, pulls out cassettes of old episodes of Bannigan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then it cuts to his acting class that he. Oh does. no! But you've missed the bit when he sits down to watch his show. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to the freezer first. Didn't I write that down? No. Well, I didn't say it, oh, but yeah, and he, he takes out a firm pop. I definitely wrote it down at yeah. some point, though. It's just not yeah. So an ice cream treat that's tight. Oh yeah, skin. no, there you go. I wrote it under. Uh, yeah, I wrote it in the wrong place. <laughs> Which is then. Revisited in the ending credits, where he is just making weird faces, and then he's just it, eating a lolly. But then it TV. sort of it pauses at the end, just as he seems like he's about to like it's it's about to drop or something. Mm. It's like it cuts away. Which I was like, oh no, just leave the camera on for another five seconds. I want to see him drop it. Um. Yeah. Then it cuts to another episode of Bannigan being projected. Yeah. Like so, actually on film. Uh, uh, his uh, acting class that he does. Um, And then that classic thing from these sort of procedurals happens, which is that his class says something and he gets a revelation (coughs) about the case. Yeah. Um, I also have um, a quick intro of Bannigan, Mm -hmm. which was, car spins, Bannigan runs quite poorly, cars in an alley, near miss, Bannigan heroically hiding behind the dumpster. Pained smile at a blonde woman. Exits car. Bannigan. You it do was, like intros. It was the pained smile. He's just like, looking at the back of this. Well, you, you see the back of this blonde woman's head. Yeah. And he's just like... <laughs> this weird kind of grin at her as if to go, well, I'm smiling at you, but I hate you. Yes. The uh, sort of smile that uh, Patrick McGowan would do to a, uh, a love interest whose face was off camera due to the fact that it was always his daughter in a wig. Do. We talked about that on The Prisoner back in the day. Not about me hating her, though. No. no, I'm just saying, you can't <laughs> you can't get into a place where you want no. to show, uh, you know, yeah, uh, attraction you can't to show your daughter. Your, you can't show your bedroom <laughs> eyes to your daughter. No. It's a, it's a, that's a song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it will be. Oh. Um, 
So yes, Ty Lukewell's acting workshop downstairs, second door on left. Mm. Oh, a lovely bit as well in that where um, they're they're like, Mr. Lukewell, are you okay? And he goes, used to play detective, can't help making deductions. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, what was this one as well? It was, Um, yeah, they'd mentioned something about was it international swimming? So he decided that these cars are being exported. Exported because he doesn't know at the minute they're yeah. imports. Yeah. So, but um, he finds out soon enough because there's a lot of quick cuts to get through this twenty-two minutes. Yeah. So no one at the police force knows who he is. He goes through the whole Bannigan Brannigan yeah thing again. Uh, luckily, the captain used to be technical advisor on the show. Lookwell gives his summation. The captain's like, "Yeah, you're completely wrong." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lookwell looks upset and then goes, "Well, if you don't tell me these things, how can I? <laughs> it's, it's a real. <laughs> yeah. If you don't tell me the answers, how can I know them? What? But it's a, it's a real human moment because you're oh, like, yeah. oh, I mean, I know people like that <laughs> who get upset because they just didn't ask the right questions. And I do like oh. that the commish. Just sends in a, you know, a, a, an everyday officer to go. <laughs> the commissioner's outside to see you. He knows who you're with. He says, "Come back to reality." <laughs> oh, so yeah. Um, at this point, we cut to more adverts. Oh, we have a sprite advert where a kid sticks a pizza to a ceiling, and then the parents seem fine with it. Sprite. Um. We have an Oil of Ole advert where they make claims about their product that you definitely couldn't get away with in this country. Because it is pretty much just them saying, slap us on your face, it'll definitely make you younger. Not look younger. It will reverse time. <laughs> and it's, I mean, the, the wording they're using is a case of, this old kid, nine times out of ten, it makes you younger. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Um, and then we get a slim, another slim fast <coughs> advert. Starring Tony Lasorda, who was a retired pitcher, coach, and manager of the Dodgers. Did that come up on the screen? No, I had to look him up. <laughs> I heard him say his name. So I was like, oh, let's look who he is. So there you go. And then we're back to a newspaper that says, Seventh Stolen Car Outruns Police. Yeah, Lookwell's working the case in a, in a diner with his students. Uh, mm. He goes undercover as a car painter who looks like a milkman. <laughs> yeah, it's... I think this is the, other than the addition, this is our first view of his disguises. Yes. Which, bear in mind what's coming up, this one's not that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's odd. But yeah, it does look like it is what they used to call them, like good humour men or something in America. I don't know, I just imagine like Andy Daly dressing like this. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, he dresses like a, an ice cream man. <laughs> Spray a car. Uh, sprays paint on the bumper and they go, you don't spray paint on the bumper. And he goes, oh, that's what they want in Milwaukee. <laughs> and then he goes, if you need anything else, anything special, yeah, I'll help you out. And the guy looks at the other guy and just goes, is he gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, because he... And he's yeah. like, you just give me the word and I'll finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's numerous innuendo and it just cuts to him being beaten up, beaten up. <laughs> and back yeah. at the studio. <laughs> One of the guys that was a uh, John Capadice, Capadice, I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh, is that the, the 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 chunky fat guy with the dark eyes and the huge hair? Yeah. He always plays a cop in everything. Yeah, because he's in Ace Ventura, he's in Independence Day, I think. Doesn't he have some, like, he, witnesses, he gets blown up anyway. Mm. Um, he's in Speeds, Phantom, uh, Gremlins 2, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Yep. So... <coughs> uh, personal favourite of mine. They definitely did paint his eye sockets black though, right? Like in the version I've got, he has the darkest blood-filled no, eyes I've ever seen. No, I think that's just, I think whatever, I mean, he's, I think he's still alive, which is the weirdest thing. Mm. Um, well, yeah, but he's lost a lot of weight. You see his modern pictures. Right. But 1941 he was born, I'm sure. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, because he was, he was 50, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was just... Oh, when they filmed hell, this. Yeah. Time's a terrible thing yeah. for my brain. Um, I think it's just a hell of an unhealthy guy at this point. Mm. Um yeah. There you go. Um Oh right. So yes. Oh yeah, so uh what's her name? Mrs. 
Mrs. Miss Royston. Royston. Yeah, does a soliloquy. <clears throat> I keep yeah. meaning to write an <coughs> You realise she was supposed to be played by a real actor playing herself. Right. And that actor turned down the role. And when I googled her, I yeah. don't know why they picked this actor. She's got no credits. She well, appeared as herself in like two things. Oh, this uh, this um, Deborah Richter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think her latest credit is she is twerker number three in Silent Epidemic, un- undiagnosed twerking. <laughs> like, okay, it's fine. So yeah, she's done a lot of like short, like. Not even like movie shorts, just as short things. So it's like 15 minute bits. But yeah, see, this last one, she is just a, a twerker. What sort of under the radar playing yourself is it that you hire someone who's not famous to be a person who's not famous trying to get. I mean, yeah. the level's there. I can see why she wouldn't want to do it. It's ego, actors, get yeah. it. But still. Um, so yeah, so in this anyway, class again. So yeah, they. uh, She's doing a soliloquy that leads to another revelation, right? And what they'll do is they'll get on the pit crew at the Grand Prix and see what they can find. So, (coughs) cut to, you can't come in. (laughs) Right? Lookwell is dressed like Biggles. He's Dash Carlisle, (laughs) world-renowned auto racer. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Tell him who I am. You're not him. Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> everyone else is in the real world. Oh, that's the no. thing. It's, again, it's, it's 1991. Mm-hmm. And he, in his mind, racing drivers have the scarf, the goggles. Yeah. And, oh, that's... It's the always have a plan B and he tries to climb the fence and <laughs> five men grab him and pull him down. Yeah, like, that was actually pretty good. Nice. Um, now, we've got Jason in this. Now, here's where my very tenuous... Batman link goes because, it, and it's by tenuous. I mean, I've just made it up. Uh-huh. Um, Jason is played by Todd Field. Yeah, you know Todd Field. Jason, Todd, uh, Jason Todd. I see what you did there. Yeah, and maybe you know because Jason Todd was killed in the uh, mid eighties. So, and you know, Conan's a comic book fan. Yeah, so maybe he called the character. Yeah, yeah. Never know. But obviously, Todd Field is a very good director who he doesn't is. direct much. Yeah, he has been nominated for three Oscars. Yeah. 2007, Best Adapted Screenplay for Little Children. Yep, with 2000, Kate Winslet. 2002, Best Picture in the Bedroom. Mm-hmm. And Best Writing Based on Material Previously Produced or Published for In the Bedroom. Yeah. But he's uh, only directed those two films. And, and he hasn't directed nominated. anything in the last yeah. 13 years. Yeah. He's he's like the Shane Carruth of uh, dramas. You know Shane Carruth. He made <laughs> my, pro- my silence speaks volumes. He uh, wrote, produced, starred in, directed. He's a real Neil Breen. If Neil Breen was good, good. <laughs> uh, and he made Primer. Remember that time travel drama? Yeah. About two people who crawl into a box. Was that, yeah, it was a box. And then yeah. they crawl out the other end of the box, and it's gone back in time five hours, and what they can do with that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Didn't we not... I think we watched that around mine. No, I believe I told you to watch it before Looper because Jane Carruth was a consultant on it. And you you went, I didn't get it. And now I realise because you don't pay enough attention because you're doing 500 other things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did watch it. Yeah, but not probably. No. no. (laughs) (laughs) But not in a way that I class it as you really watched it. But um, yeah, he made... Primer, and then he made Upstream Colour, which is one of my favourite films of the last, like, ten years. It's mm. so good. Plus, Amy Simetz is in it, who is now his wife, <coughs> and she's in everything. <coughs> you know, Amy Simetz is... Well, she's in Stranger Things. But she's in everything. But, yeah. you know, she's also in Stranger Things. Um, uh, she's also the... She also works with Steven Soderbergh on the TV version of The Girlfriend Experience. Well, uh, the original, written, directed by Steven Soderbergh, was about um, a sort of high-class escort played by Sasha Gray, real-life porn star. Mm-hmm. And uh, she... Well, what happens? I mean, basically, the girlfriend experience is uh, a woman comes around and treats you like she actually cares before fucking. 
Fair enough. You know, it's like your girlfriend has turned up and then she fucks you and you leave. Anyway, the TV show is basically about... Uh, I don't know, it's really quite cold and distant and clinical and upsetting. And series one was Riley... Is that how we say her name? K-E-O-U-G-H. You know, she's British, no. so it's not how you pronounce her name. No. You know, she was the uh, the redhead with goggles in Fury Road. All right, okay, yeah. And um, she was in Logan Lucky and a bunch of other stuff. But, um, yeah. The first series was very good. The second series... I couldn't get into it at all because it's more like an anthology. And it was uh, Anna Friel. And I was like, I haven't seen her on TV in a long time. Mm. And she's very good in this, but it's so very slow. (laughs) (laughs) Jane Carruth did the music for those. Yeah. Because he's very good at atmospheric drones. (laughs) 14 hours of that. (laughs) Until your head explodes. <laughs> I'll add it to my list. Please do. <laughs> no. Um, nope. Nope. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So, yeah. So, now... Uh, time makes bail after the greatest job I've ever... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I... Let's say, after the, the pushing betw- uh, Todd Field between two people, yeah. who I was pretty sure, as I say, was a mannequin. Yeah. Because... <coughs> but then, yeah... And he's like, just get loose, get loose, get loose. It's just like it's like a it's like a non-stop trust exercise. Yeah. Um, yeah. <coughs> so he makes bail. He's told to leave the the case alone, and he goes on a sad montage. Um, mm. He has a revelation meltdown next to a statue of Shakespeare. Yeah, who he's been <laughs> chatting to. Yeah, revelation meltdown. Uh, meltalation so I'm going to call it because yep. it's a man who has gone truly crazy but thinks he's solving a crime at the same time <laughs> but um, yeah so his conclusion is at mm-hmm. this point yep. that it's the boss of the car rental place mm-hmm. who's having his car stolen on purpose for insurance purposes, for insurance purposes. yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some logic in there, but it is quite a leap. So he grabs hold of Mrs. What did you say? Royster. Ro- Royster again, and she gets Royster. hit. Gets. <laughs> she gate crashes a charity event for the homeless. Yes. And goes, you know, I'm blah blah, super rich woman, la 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 yes. la. My father's, and this is the homeless person I sponsor, <laughs> and brings in Lookwell. Dressed in multicoloured patches with a bindle. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, hello, I'm a homeless man. I sleep in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was... It was a, he's he's dressed a lot like uh, Dick Van Dyke in that episode of Highway to Heaven, Wally. Right, that or I was getting um, <laughs> two Ronnie's vibes off him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real uh, Ronnie Barker vibe. Yeah. Um, so he might have got confused while dressing as a homeless person and put some clown makeup on. And went, oh shit! No, gone too far. <laughs> no. um, um, yeah, he's so sure of the guilty party that after just briefly walking around for a minute, yeah. and saying, "I'm homeless, out of my way, move through, <laughs> coming yes. through," yeah. uh, he steals uh, the guy's jag. Yeah. Luckily, uh, well, no, his, his plan originally is. They're going to find out which one his car is. Yeah. After he's well, went up to him and just pretty much accused him to his face, even though the guy doesn't yeah, know who no, the fuck so he is. Yeah, no, so Jason that happens to be the valet. Yeah. So he goes, grab the keys, I'm going to hide in the back seat. For a couple of hours until yeah. he gets ready to leave. But <laughs> as soon as the door's open, the guy is looking over the yeah. balcony and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he tells everyone to get in and they drive off. Yeah. Mrs. Royce is like, why am I here? And then Jason's now stolen a car, so he's in deep shit. Yeah. Okay, it's been told to by this actor. Yeah. But, no. Oh. They, they they go, 
the bad guys are following us. We, we're, we're, it's working, right? And then the lights come on. They go, it's the police. We need to pull over. Lookwell screams, floor it. Yeah. Sticks his head out of the car and screams, I'm not a car thief. I'm an actor. But Follow this, me. This, isn't it, by this point, as well, the police are shooting at them as yes. well. Yes. <laughs> Which is insane. We're definitely unlikely. Yeah. So uh. They're surrounded by police. Uh, we find out it's because of a sting operation. That's why they were there. <coughs> so maybe yeah. also why the gunfire, because it's not like they think they've stolen a car. Yeah. They think they've stolen yeah, eight think cars. A gang or something. But maybe that's still not enough to fire bullets in a street. Yeah. Um, maybe not enough in Canada. But <laughs> so you know they they pull into the the showroom. Yeah. Uh, where they accidentally catch the real guy. Yeah. Who just happened to be there? Um, because he obviously works with the guy who owns the dealership, yeah. and so he knew about the benefit and yeah. the sting operation as well. Yeah. Um, I do like that he goes, "If you need me again, <coughs> here's my headshot instead of a card." Yeah. Hands him a headshot, and then you think, "So he's just gonna go home?" No, he does get arrested. He then gets put in the back of the car <laughs> as it fades out. Oh, I missed that. Then. Yeah. I did not see that part. Yeah, they all get arrested still. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> uh, um, I had some last adverts as well. Oh, what'd you get? We had a, a Pizza Hut advert where they show you the number for Domino's, then say, fuck Domino's, we're better. Just cover up with our number instead. You could phone them, but fuck them. Which, yet again, don't think you'd allow in this country for... In advertising standards or whatever. Well, I don't know if you'd allow that in America nowadays. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, we have to um, say this is... Nine, well, it might not be the first time it was on, but um, still. But then had a Diet Pepsi ad featuring Ray Charles. Look at the size of this What's peanut turd. King size. It is. Jumbo but, turd. Nice. Um, yeah, so we had a Diet Pepsi advert featuring Ray Charles, which is probably the advert that's made the most sense. Because if you want someone to, taste, to sell your beverage, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you get Ray Charles? Because his... Surely, like the whole thing, maybe his other senses are heightened. So if he's can his sight's not there, maybe his taste buds are heightened. So he's definitely going to tell you that Pepsi's good. Mm. So that's a, that's actually a good call on their part. Um, and then we cut to an advert where there are kids underwater dressed as mermaids, while Ringo Starr sings "Octopus's Garden." What? Care? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, "This has gone on for ages." And then it suddenly turns to an advert at the end for the American Red Cross telling you that kids can drown in, up in as little as two inches of water. So be careful. And I'm like, what? Yeah, but when I was a kid, I was told you could drown in a teaspoon of water. Oh. That's how small I was. Uh, I'd still just remember Rolf Harris waving his, fo- his wrinkled foot at us. Kids in water. They love it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Have you about. never seen that? You must have seen that advert. I don't need you to Google it. It's fine. You need to see it. <laughs> we're, not, we're not wasting dead space no. while we search we're to look at, at a paedophile's foot. We're, we're up at mine. We're gonna, I'm going to put sorry. that on YouTube. He's not a paedophile. He's a, a sexual harasser. Wasn't the kids on? Okay. No, it was Vanessa Feltz. No. Remember? He fingered her on a bed in the, <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm still... Yeah, <laughs> never see her on TV either nowadays. No, because she's getting fingered by strangers trying to interview people. Oh, no, <laughs> the frown and that sort of thing. Now, unless that's the pretense of your show, and you're like, "Well, no, I'm I'm fine with it." My show? No, I'm not. No, no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, but if you hear the show where the thing was, I interview celebrities while they finger me, and it's fine. I'm letting them. I wouldn't watch it. Probably be on Channel 5 or something. But in, it would have been on Channel 4 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the word. Everything gets a little classier <laughs> with time. Oh. Oh, the word. Whatever happened to Danny Beer? What's she up to? I don't know. I'm not a biographer. Is she alive? Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> as long as she's alive, we're all fine. I mean, she was probably less than 10 years older than us. <laughs> People younger than us die all the time. I mean, yeah, but it's sad, right? We just assume yeah. that... I don't, I, I don't assume that Danny Bear, a woman 
who I had forgot existed. <laughs> I only just thought her just now because of the word. Where is it? B-E-H-R. B-E-H-R. I didn't think of Terry Christian until now. Was that Which his he's probably name? more... Yeah, he's probably more famous to do with the word, I suppose. Polly Yates as well. I don't... No, she was on the other one. This is sure. not good podcasting. Sure? Finish for, a thought thought. No, if you're searching for something to search. I was going to... I'm not going to... <laughs> <laughs> so don't bring up three people you've done no research on and then slowly type in their names. We're not doing it. I refuse. Fair enough. Um, <coughs> trying not to die. So what do you think of Lookwell? Very enjoyable. Yep. Um, not as good as Pachinski. Uh, I mean, honestly, the more we talk about it, the more I think, yes, it is, definitely. In hindsight, maybe. <laughs> I guess it's a tie. But we didn't laugh at Pachinski. I didn't laugh once. But I kind of enjoyed it still. So. You're uh. just sick. That's what it is. <laughs> You're sick and taste. <coughs> much, much, no. much like uh, some of the walls in the hotel I work. You're sick and tasteless. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, would I have put it to season though? Yes. See, and I think this, I think this sort of falls in the same thing as with Pajinsky White. I don't think it would work long term. Okay. They were wrong. If it was, if it was going by the sort of British thing, did six episodes. Mm-hmm. That's probably enough. Okay. You know. Just so you know, Danny Bear is alive cool. and hasn't been in anything uh, in ten years. But is she happy? I mean, that's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, she was an actor sure as well. I forgot about the acting. She was in... Uh, <laughs> she was in the classic, terrible, why is everyone ripping off train spotting and... Um, snatch. No, Lockstock kind of vibe. Yeah. That went in the late 90s. Uh, into the early 2000s, apparently. With rancid aluminium. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? No. With uh, Reese Ifans and oh. and uh, Joseph Fines. Hmm. And Danny Bear as Charlie. That's actually maybe ringing the bell then. Who hmm. else was in that? That's, I remember it being terrible. Oh, it's sad. She's not actually in the top five people. Um, oh. It was Tara Fitzgerald. Remember her? No. You do. She was in everything for a while. Uh, Sadie Frost. Remember her? I remember the name. And Nick M- Moran. Remember him? He was the lead in Lockstock and went, I'm going to be a fucking star. And no one hired him again. I <laughs> have never seen Lockstock. Well, you know, if you've seen Snatch, you don't need to see Lockstock. I would say they're the same film. Never seen Snatch. Well, you know. I'm not saying either of them are good. No, not my cup of tea, I don't H- think. Here is a picture of, of Reese fans being wanked off by an angry Russian by the looks of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what if Risa fans played, I don't know, um, Igor in a Frankenstein movie dressed as Eddie Izzard circa 1997? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that acceptable? Apparently, yeah. no. <laughs> I said, yes, I've seen them look worse. Or oh, Risa fans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Still, he was very good as Mycroft in those elementary episodes. Okay. You know, where jo- Johnny Lee Miller plays Sherlock. I've heard of them. I mean, only ran eight years. I won't worry too much. No. You mostly sleep your life away and play computer games that are 20 years old. Yeah, no, I'm playing new ones. Yeah, he's playing Skyrim. That's new, isn't it? Actually, I did, start playing, <laughs> I did actually start playing Skyrim from the start again last night. So, um, yeah, I'm an Argonian this time. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to tell me. I mean, I don't care. The lizard person. Hmm? The lizard person. Lizard. Yeah. Lizard. Yes. <laughs> Why does everything always get back to thinner at the end? Because <laughs> it's the greatest film <laughs> ever made. I don't know um, anyone who's watched it all the way through. The greatest film about gypsy curses, or was that, wasn't it? Gypsy curse, kind of. It was multiple gypsy curses because yeah. there was thinner, yeah. and there was lizard. Was there actually? I can't remember. Yeah, lizard is the 
You know, the guy who turns into the weird bug man who's driving the mm, truck. Okay. Oh. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair enough. When his skin all dries out. Yeah. And he's all, he looks like a praying mantis. So that might be in my memory and not actually in the film. Because yeah. um. <laughs> a praying mantis is not a lizard. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think the idea was that it just dried his skin out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's no fun for anyone. Itchy and flaky. Yeah. Like the zombie in uh, Resident Evil. When you read all the documents, it used to just... Oh, oh yeah. It's it's, say... Yeah, his his diary starts going down. Yeah. Just itchy, flaky, tasty. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which does beg the question, how is he still right? <laughs> I've never seen a, a zombie with a pen. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Plot holes. Anyway... It is a solid, for me, five out of five, look well. Yeah. Oh. I've never given anything full marks. I don't think I gave a rating to Puchinski last week. Did we do ratings last week? No, but no. I know what the answer to this no. is. Puchinski, yeah, last week I really didn't enjoy. So I'm calling that two out of five. Okay. Okay, I'll say Puchinski was three. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, I'll have to agree. This is a four. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I know I'm going to watch this again. Yeah. that I'm not watching Pachinski again. At gunpoint or otherwise. Well, talking about games as well, obviously Conan O'Brien, um, apparently he shows up in Death Stranding. Yeah, he's a character in Death Stranding. Yeah, he's it's some sort of random encounter thing you get. And mm. he gives you an otter suit. Otter suit? Otter suit. It's a suit that you can swim in. And when you swim in it, yeah, you sort of swim on your back like an otter. Okay, so it's it's sort of like a what a tribute to the raccoon suit from Mario. Tanuki suit or something, yeah. It was possibly, it? yeah. I don't know. I've not got it yet. I've not met him. I mean, <sighs> people who go on about this fucking game, honestly, it's, it's, it's weirdly real. Well, when you're not getting creeped out by weird dead people, when you're just sort of traversing the landscape. Mm-hmm. It's Really relaxing and good. Could just do it in real life, though, couldn't you? Ah, oh, good. But I mean, not with a screaming baby or anything. But that's, that's what's missing. <sighs> and you try and put a baby in a jar, and they lock you up. I mean, rightly so. It's like pillow babies. So <laughs> 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 I had flashbacks to a twelve-year-old episode of Smodcast. <laughs> I think there's a weird thing at the moment. The amount of times I've seen weird adverts sort of pop up for um, Pampers at the moment, and they're going on a bit of can appeals so that they give um, nappies to like maternity wards for premature babies. Mm-hmm. And one, the size of these nappies I find kind of upsetting because they are tiny, and obviously I'm thinking of tiny mm-hmm. premature born things. But I think the most upsetting thing is I do not like the term preemies. Why not? Yeah, it just sounds creepy and weird. I don't like it. Preemie. Yeah. It just sounds odd. I don't like it. It's not offensive, though. No, right? but it's just, for some reason, it's just... I don't know. I'm, I think it's my list of things that, for some reason, upset me. I mean, that list is pretty fucking long. Yeah. You're a fragile flower. No. Um, <laughs> almost passed out at work when I was sitting on the... Uh, I looked on the BBC News website and there was a story about um, somebody at one of these like Christmas like ice rinks. Mm-hmm. Kid had fallen and then someone skated over his hand and he's lost a bit of his finger. Yeah, that, <laughs> that made me almost pass out. Just the thought of it. Yep. <sighs> Fragile flower. Yep. Oh, people who talk about food and then tell them how earthy it tastes. I don't know what earthy tastes like, but I hate it. I mean, you're vegan. You know what earthy tastes but like. I couldn't describe you some of this. If I ate something, I'd go, oh, it tastes earthy. I don't know what that tastes like. But it's fine that everybody brings that up, and for some reason, just that word gets me. Annoying. I mean, you ever smell a bottle of Laphroaig? <laughs> no. That smells peaty. Well, yeah, but that smells like peat. That's fine. Earth doesn't smell. Taste. Well, no, if you ate mud, it would taste. Mm-hmm. I think, are we in agreement, generally speaking, that earthy things taste like pulses? 
and lentils. Is it though? Yeah. Well, but I just don't like the word. No, because what they mean is umami, usually. It's that flavour centre at the back of your tongue. Yeah. You know? It's brothy. Mm. Brothy. <laughs> the sequel to Chalky. <laughs> <laughs> Brothy's Challenge. <laughs> oh. uh. Green blob of soup. <laughs> disappeared into my brain. <laughs> now I'm now I'm in the home economics class and I can just make stuff. <laughs> With my eyes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't need recipes. And Brothy is telling me everything I need to know. It's how they cheat on nailed it. Mm. Brothy enters their mind. Oh, um future reference. Yes. It takes twelve days to record twelve episodes of Nailed It. That makes sense. I stumbled over a yeah. uh, that fact on another episode of Why Won't You Date Me. Uh, I'm well. I'm start from the start with Why Won't You Date Me. And well, that's insane. That's <laughs> not how you do podcasts. That's how I do. I'll tell you how far I'm through. I don't. I don't. This is not good for anybody. But I'll tell you anyway. Oh, I lost it. <laughs> no one cares. This fact is coming. I am 13 episodes in. <laughs> well, you're insane. What I do is I search for <coughs> any episode with uh, Gabrus or the Doughboys, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Nick Weiger from Why Did the, How yeah. Did This Get Played, and Mitch, what's his face? Because he's only on Doughboys, yeah. to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. I also downloaded an awful lot of Doughboys. <laughs> I don't know what Doughboys is, do I? No. Well, they 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 grab a famous person, and they go to a famous fast food place, and they eat off the menu and talk about it. Yeah. So it's a so you know sometimes it's a in Taco Bell, sometimes it's in, you know. But you get the cool people. Basically, I fall down this rabbit hole when it involves <coughs> Carl Tart. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Carl Tart on podcasts, um, especially when he's playing. Uh, uh, the chief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so well, I'm working my way through that dating. One. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm up, completely up to date on how did this get played, mm-hmm. uh, which I've really enjoyed. I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So a little um, uh, outback steakhouse with John Ga- uh, uh, Gabrus. Uh, nugget Power Hour, <laughs> where they just eat chicken nuggets while talking. And apparently it's unlistenable, but I haven't yeah. tried yet. And also it's nearly two hours long. Jeez, that's power two hours. Indeed. Uh, Shipley Donuts, Whataburger, Chiba Hut, White Castle with Paul Rust. Mm. Uh, Regina Pizzeria with John Hodgman. Um, <coughs> oh, and yeah. Doughboy's Double, uh, Garfield's Thanksgiving with Paul Rust. I don't even know what those words mean. Yeah. But yeah, Nick Olbier is on this a lot. Mm. So, yeah, I went through and grabbed <coughs> all the Gabrus episodes I like from High and Mighty yeah. um, that have Nick Olbier on them. And then vice versa, and I've just... Like a trilogy, just flicking between all three. Mm. But yeah, and I, I do have other episodes of like, why won't you date me? But yeah. I don't know. I just they work very well together, those guys. Mm. <laughs> Though I don't know what daggering is. Still, there's a live episode where mm. where uh, um, Nicole lays down spread spread eagled on the ground, and <laughs> and Gabrus cartwheels and then daggers her as as, as it's described and I don't know what that means but it sounds sexy yeah but yeah um, at the minute I've got why won't you date me episodes with uh, Carl Tart Demia Dijuibe Alice Wetland Erica Lust I didn't realise it went that far mm. Erica Lust if you don't know is a uh, European uh, porn director and producer no. uh, Paul F. Tompkins <laughs> Um, 
And then these must be relatively new because I didn't choose them. They must just be in the feed oh. now. Yes, because having tandem sex with Sashir Zamata. Uh, I don't even know what those words mean. Yeah. No. Tandem sex. Tandem. Like when you jump out of a parachute. Uh, out of a plane with a parachute, you go tandem. Oh, yeah, you first. Yeah, you've got to be. Yeah, tied together. Yep. So you've been tied together on a bed, just rutting wildly. Yeah. And hoping for the best. <laughs> oh. um. Um, so, next week. Next week. Any ideas? I did see a list on... <coughs> um, I meant to save it, but it'll be easy enough to find it. On IMDb of... It was just a side thing. Of um, rejected pilots. Mm-hmm. So there was like a, like a good couple of hundred on that list. So, cool. Well, I think next week... Uh, we're just going to do four more minutes of Manimal. Oh, okay. Cool. Because I'd like to get up on that. Yeah. Because that's our... That's how... That's, um, I've, I've had a thought. Anyway, you know what? That thought's not for this podcast. So fuck you guys. I'll see you next yeah. time. There you go. I farted. <laughs> Deal with it. Fart it. <laughs> Sniff it. Uh, by the way.